Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Decision Hour. I'm going to be your host today, Adam Bird, and uh, I got a very special guest lined up for y'all today. Um, good friend of mine, uh, known her for several years, um, her and her husband, and uh, we like here at Heroes Media Group. We like to call her our uh, social butterfly expert. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to bring her on right now. She's on the phone calling uh, from Texas. So Kara, are you with us? I am here. How are you today? I'm good. You? I'm great. Thank you for asking. So I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, sit down with us today and talk about a, a very important topic. And that is I don't even how to how would I just describe this? It, it's uh, making the decision to kind of branch out and and uh, bring down your walls and, and, and talk to people. You're going to teach us a little bit about you know what works for you and and you are a social butterfly. You go you can work a room is within five minutes. You know pretty much everybody that you you know that that's there. Uh, I've, I've seen you do it firsthand. Um, I've heard you know your husband Tony, a good friend of mine as well. He, He's told me stories about how you, you guys go somewhere and and you know everybody and you know their backstories and, and you know, before the end of the night. So t- before we get into that, why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself? Well, let's see. I'm 32. I've lived quite a few places in the country thanks to my husband being hardworking and wanting to uh, make our lives better. So we've kind of been all over the place. So we're constantly meeting new people and having to, you know, put ourselves into the situations of, um, you know, meeting neighbors and putting ourselves out there and um, getting the kids involved in school activities and us getting involved in the school to make sure that we, we kind of know what community we're in and we want to know the people that we're living by. And, you know, we're, we're at our house every single day. So we want to know who's next door to us. We want to know who we can rely on, who we can trust. And every time we move, we have to start that all over again. So we've been doing that probably every two years um, God, for about the last 10 years. So it's kind of, it's, you, you have to, you have to put yourself out there. And us moving, I think, has helped me be better at that because initially I was always shy. And I was always kind of timid and I walked in the room and I kind of walk in with my head down and my eyes down and hi, nice to meet you, you know, a little tiny handshake. And now it's, you know, you just walk in and you're like, hey, look, they're either going to like me or they don't. And you go from there. I mean, let's let's be honest. When you walk into a room now, like, first <laughs> off, I've never known you to be shy. So this is obviously long before I met you. <laughs> and, and But when you walk into it, you're not like, you know, knocking. I mean, you kick that son of a gun in and just be like, boom. I mean, <laughs> you know, let's not. She's being very humble right now, folks. And that and that's all right. And and I, I have to throw this in there because I think this will be another show topic later on uh, here in, in several weeks. But. You know, we have the the privilege to to talk to you today, and and I would love to have you and Tony on because, and I've said this for years, you guys are like the world's perfect couple. That I, I think relates, to, and we'll, 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 we will we will definitely have a relationship show uh, later on. But but back to what we're talking about right now. Um, you know, you mentioned about being being shy and, and kind of getting out there, getting to know your neighbors and stuff like that. How what do you do? You know. Um, for somebody that's that's terrified, that's very quiet, very, uh, you know, um, within themselves, and they have a hard time, like what I like to call doing like the icebreaker approach, where 
going out in, in, when you walk into a room, have some confidence or whatever. What, what type of advice would you give somebody to kind of overcome that barrier? Well, here's the thing. It's like when you walk in someplace, a lot of times people are just as nervous as you are. So if I go in and say I'm meeting, uh, let me see, I'm trying to think of a different example. Okay, like I'm going over to the school and, you know, we are new to the school and I'm trying to meet other moms and become involved where I can be at the school and I can help all the teachers and um, just kind of, you know, like right now we're doing the book fair at the school. So I walk into the book fair room and there's like six moms in there I've never met before. And then there'd be like one that I have met. So I'll go up and say, hi to that mom, give her a hug. And then I'll introduce myself. And it's, it's almost so painful at times to like go up and shake someone's hands and smile at them and be like, hi, I'm Kara. But at the same time, I know most of the time people are feeling just the same way I am. So if I can make it easy on myself and easy on them to just go up, introduce, you know, shake their hand. And, oh, God, I cannot stand when people have a limp handshake. It is, like, the most disgusting thing in the world, even when it's a female. Like, firm handshake. Like, know who you are. You know, I'm Kara. This is who I am. I'm actually pleased to meet you. I'm happy to be here. I'm ready to spend some time with you and enjoy your company for the next couple hours. So you... people come in and they're like, hi, I'm Kara. And then they give you this tiny handshake, and then they look down at the ground. So, so, but you both know we feel awkward. So why would you do that? So, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, so you, you, you really have to get yourself in the in that mindset prior to going. I was like, okay, I'm going yeah. to this this event. I really need to start getting myself focused to where I'm going to, you know, be ple- You know, I, I want people to, to know that I'm pleasant to be around. I, I don't want to, you know, because sometimes I I go into a room and and, and I like own the place. But at the same time, I don't talk to anybody because I'm. I know this is going to come to a shock to a lot of people, but I'm more of the shy type. <laughs> um, I, I'm not good at the icebreakers or anything like that. But once the ice is broken, you know, I can talk for hours, whatever. You know, that I, I get comfortable. But right. making that so, initial leap is somewhat intimidating. Yeah, and that's it. It's very true. So the biggest thing is, if you're going to go somewhere and you're not going to know someone, you kind of it's like before you walk in that room, it's. And you'll see it in movies. Like, you kind of have to square your shoulders back, put your head up, tilt it up, make sure you're looking forward, and walk in and look around. And even before you meet people, like, make eye contact and do a genuine smile. Like, don't sit there and have, and this is hard for people that have, like, resting bitch face, but don't sit there and have <laughs> Wait a, minute, say like that a again. on your face <laughs> or frown. Say, you know when some people have, like, resting bitch face, and you look at them and they look pissed off all the time? Absolutely. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, no. I, every day when I okay. wake up in the look in the mirror. That's, that's what, <laughs> that's, no, but seriously, like it can be, it's not that, you know, it's an issue. It's just, you have to understand, like, even if you have that, you can walk into a room and smile, or you can just kind of soften your eyes up a little. It's going to sound super cheesy, but Tyra Banks did this thing called smizing, and it was smiling with your eyes. And the biggest thing is, is like, you don't have to have some cheesy grin on your face. It's plastered everyone can tell you're faking it but you can do a genuine soft smile and let it reach your eyes like let it soften your eyes so when you're looking at someone it looks like not quite heartfelt but it looks like you're you're wanting to meet them and you're wanting to enjoy their company and when you walk in and you have even a slight smile on your face that reaches your eyes people can look up and be like oh thank god this person coming in isn't going to be a complete jerk this person looks like they're going to be nice because it's a first impression right so you got to make that. So just, you, it, you have to present yourself, right? So it, it it so it's but but I think a lot of that is the the mental side of it is is making the decision to 
to do that. Uh, folks, you're listening to the Decision Hour, and we have very special guest, Kara Abascado, on the on the line with us, our social uh, butterfly expert, uh, is what I like to call her. And um, kind of take a step back for, for a second, if you would, because you, you had mentioned to the audience a little earlier that you know, you used to be kind of the shy one. Do you know when you decided to make that decision where you were going to, you know, flip the switch and 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 start going in with more confidence and and approaching people more? Oh, totally. I know exactly when. So, growing up, I moved around a lot, also, and my parents moved us from Washington to Arizona in the middle of my junior year of high school. So I'm, you know, almost seventeen. I've had all these friends that I've had for years and years and years, and now they're moving me to another state, another school, and I've got to start all over again. And um, and this is before social media, this is before you know Facebook and MySpace where you could stay in contact with anybody. It was like, someone changed your phone number, you lost them for years. So um, when we moved to Arizona, I kind of said to myself, look, no one knows you. No one has ever met you before. No one has seen you go through your awkward stage. No one has seen anything. So you can go to this school and be anybody you want to be and present yourself any way you want to. And I made the decision. I was like, how do I want to present myself? How do I want to seem? Do I want to be positive or negative? Do I want to be, you know, bitchy or friendly? Like you, I really had to go into that and say, this is literally a chance to start over on everything. And so I said, well, I want to be that friendly person. I want to be that person that everyone likes to be around and everyone wants to hang out with because she is approachable and she's easy to talk to and she actually cares about what you say and remembers what you say. And so I literally made that decision as like I'm driving, I'm literally driving my parents' Pathfinder with a U-Haul behind me and my dad is in a truck towing our boat and we're driving from Washington to California. And when we made the drive, it was like right before my 17th birthday. Or not California, I'm sorry, Washington to Arizona. So for three days, I'm in the car thinking about how I'm going to start this new school and this new life and what I'm going to do, and I'm driving. That's a lot of time to think about that. That's that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Uh, You know, that's what started it. So what would you say to to others right now who are, I don't want to say suffering, but they're in a a, a mindset where they want to make a change – um, they, they, you know, they want to greet people. They want to take a step off. What, what's one thing that you could tell the listeners right now or, or somebody that's going through that right now? You know, what, what's one thing that so, they can do? Everyone's going through it. That's the biggest thing. Like people are selfish and they think about themselves and they think about how they feel and what they want and how they want to feel and what's going to make them happy. And you can't, you can't do that. Like you have to understand that other people feel the same way. Other people have the same emotions and thoughts that go into meeting people. Some people have, you know, some people are traumatized by it. Some people um, have just made the decision to be like that. Others are just naturally shy and they've never had the opportunity to come out and, and, you know, be themselves and talk to people. So the biggest thing I think is understanding is that you're not the only person that feels that way. You're not the only person that goes through that. And something my mom always said was, you know, make it a point to make other people feel comfortable. Make it a point to make other people feel welcome. If there's someone sitting by themselves, go sit by them and talk to them. You never know what kind of person you could be meeting and, you know, putting into your life. It could be 
this super high quality person that's going to help set you on an even better path in life. Or, you know, sometimes it could just be a really shitty person that you end up being like, wow, I really want that 10 minutes of my life back. But, you know, if you don't put yourself out there and no one else is putting themselves out there, it's never going to happen. Missed opportunities. So, right. So you have to take that chance and just say, you know what? And here's the thing. What's the worst that could happen? No, You're not going to die. Yeah. You're not going to catch a disease from it. So if the worst that could happen is, you know what? You don't make any friends out of it, and I, I don't even know, honestly, anymore, because the worst that happens is you might make an acquaintance that you meet later on that could end up being your boss, you right. know, or they could introduce you to a future spouse. I mean, there's so many missed opportunities, and there's so many first impressions that occur that people don't even think about, and then, you know, five years down the road, they end up meeting that person through a job or through a spouse or through something. I mean, it's, it's crazy how many times that's happened in my life. So the biggest thing is first impressions are huge. Put yourself out there and remember that everyone else is feeling the same way. That's, and that's great advice. I, I want to step back because you said something uh, uh, a minute ago about, you know, listening to others. You know, how, how important is that when, you, when you're meeting somebody new for the first time? How important is that to to one remember the person because I'm, I'm terrible with that i'm actually I'm working, I'm, I'm working on an exercise to help me remember people's i'm great at recognizing faces for the life of me can't remember their names um but how how important is that to 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 actually li- yeah i know it's funny <laughs> to to, uh, to 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 listen um to to other people is, is that important is is that a big step in, in oh this process God. it's huge it's probably one of the like biggest and best things you can do because here's what happens. So when I go to meet someone, honestly, like I've actually walked up to someone and especially if, um, like we have so many neighbors and we've had, you know, neighbor house parties and we meet people all the time. So I walk up to people and you get a vibe from someone. You can either get like a standoff vibe or you get a, like, I'm open and I'm willing to talk to you kind of vibe. And I've I've literally walked up to people and was like, tell me your life story. I want to hear all about you. And they kind of sit there and go, wait, what? Like, you want to hear about me? You don't want to talk about yourself? Right. And I'm like, no, I want to hear about you. And you can do simple things like, if you know they're married, tell me about yourself. How'd you guys meet? Or have you lived in Texas your whole life? Or, you know, what do you do for a living? But I've literally said, tell me your life story. I want to know all about you because you just seem amazing. And it puts people at ease. It really does because they're like, oh, and when when are people most confident? when they're talking about something they know and who doesn't know themselves. So that's a great, that's a great point. You know, it's funny you bring that, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, I'm I'm in the middle of reading a book right now by Dale Carnegie, uh, how to make friends and influence others. And and he says something along that same lines of, of, you know, always show interest in, in other people and listen to what they have to say, you know, be, be quick to listen and, and, you know, slow to talk kind of a thing so right well and you have to remember what they say though so the best way to help remember what they're saying is don't ask yes or no questions ask open-ended questions so how did you and your spouse meet well we met at work oh did you guys work together you know or where did you work at or you know I mean work together yes or no but you know what I mean like you just kind of the more you delve in the more personal questions you ask right easier to remember because you're having a full-on conversation about it 
about one specific topic that usually will end up going into half an hour, an hour about that because it'll go on little tangents and you'll have ebbs and flows to the conversation where, oh my gosh, that's so cool. My husband and I met at work, but tell me more about yours. I want to know, I want to know where you met and did he ask you out? And, you know, you can just keep asking them little questions and they'll keep going with it. And honestly, they won't just give you, most of the time, they won't just give you one sentence. They'll give you a couple sentences and then they'll give you a little bit of a tangent and then come back. But that tangent allows you to open up the conversation for more. So the more you talk to someone and as long as you're actively listening, you can, you'll remember those things versus yes or no. Well, did he say yes or did he say no? I don't remember. You know what I mean? Right. But, oh yeah. He said they worked together. Oh, that's right. Cause he worked at such and such. Um, oh, that's right. Because it was 10 years ago before she had kids, you know, it, one little thing will allow you to remember more, the more personal you get. And so the next time you talk to that person, if you see that person again, you can say, oh my gosh, how's your husband? I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, but you know, how are you doing? I know that last time we talked, you guys were going to go on this huge trip. And they're like, it, it, I don't know why, but it still seems to amaze and shock people when you remember something about them. That's great so, advice. That really, that, that, you know, that's great advice. Yeah, absolutely. And they will open up. When they want to open up, they'll open up. Sometimes you'll have those people that are kind of like, yeah, we met at work, and you no, know, nothing really happened. We just kind of started dating. And some, and honestly, because people, like for me, I'm like, okay, well, that's nice. And then when they kind of cut it off, I'm like, all right, well, I hope you have fun. Maybe I'll see you later. And I'll let it go. Because you don't need to be friends with everybody. Right. You don't, you don't need to know everybody. You don't need to know everybody's business. But you can get a vibe from someone. Either you click or you don't. All right. Now let me. I want to. I got. I got another question here. I, I actually, I got a couple of them that I want to ask. So, one of the things I want to know is, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're meeting somebody for like the first time and stuff, whether it's in, uh, for, whether it's for business. This is kind of a two part question. Whether it's for business or you're look or you're you've just made that decision to go back on the dating scene. How important is <clears throat> is it to give somebody compliments? Okay. Um, let me start with the easy one. Business, it's, it's almost like you don't, obviously you don't do compliments based on how they look. You do compliments more on their achievements or their accomplishments. So if you're meeting someone, um, let's say there's a business meeting and you're meeting them for the first time. Okay. So, and you want to do your research about that person, whether like they're in the same workplace as you or from an outside company, if you know the names of the people that are going to be there, or if you've talked to your, you know, your boss or counterpart or whatever about them, say, oh, and they say so-and-so's there, and you're like, oh, well, what do they do, or what's their background? And they could say, oh, well, they they helped on this project, or they had this huge achievement in making things easier and creating the system for our job. And so when you meet them, throw it out that way. Be like, oh, so you're the brains behind such and such, or you're the one that had that amazing project that led to this is that like you can do it more than that because people love to hear how well they did on something and how much it's appreciated and so if you can go into something when you meet someone and you have a little bit of background on that person it goes a lot further because then you're it, it all goes back to first impression then their first impression of you is they took the time they know about me they appreciate what i did which makes me more willing to work with them because they're willing to give compliments and also, they're willing to give credit. 
people don't like to give credit on jobs a lot of times. And it's really hard to work with those people or want to work with them knowing that your ideas or what you contributed, you might not get credit for. And you might not get recognition for when you put forth all that hard work. So if you show that you're willing to give that up front, people are more willing to work with you later on. I think that's that's how I view it for business. And that's what I would do when I was in the workplace. No, that's, and that's, that's great. Now, for and the, I do it now, even with moms, like PTA stuff, school stuff. Right. I, I share the credit, so then they're more willing to let me in to do more things to help out because that's I'm there for my kids. I'm there to make their school better. All right. Now, now, now the so hard then, now now the hard one. When, when <laughs> looking for a, like a girl <laughs> or a guy or compliments, whatever. Right. Um. Okay. So. I guess, okay, let me, I'm sorry. Like, this is, it's kind of a twofer on me. Okay. Like, being a girl, I love compliments. Like, I love when my husband's like, babe, you look beautiful, or you look gorgeous, or, like, if I put the effort into taking the time of what I'm wearing that night, or a little bit longer on my makeup or hair, I want it to be appreciated. Like, because I'm doing it for him. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it because I want to look good for him. If we go out in public, I want people to look at him and be like, yeah, his wife looks great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. wow, he has a catch. I want it to be good for him. Okay. So I love compliments, but they need to be genuine. Like everyone knows, sorry, this is going to sound a little arrogant, but everyone knows I have an ass, okay? It's out there. <laughs> I have it. So when I get a compliment on it, it's kind of expected. However, I don't have boobs. Like I, they're, they're there, but they're nothing special. They're nothing glorious. Like I've seen way better. So if someone were to give me a compliment on like my rack, I'd be like, eh, I think you're lying. You know, thanks, but I think you're kind of lying because it's not, to me, it's not like, it's not something that's obvious about myself. So that's, that's kind of part of it. Okay. Um, so if you're going to give, I'm sorry, if you're going to give a compliment, like be genuine, make sure it's something, if you're going to do it on an asset, Make sure it's something that's true, like their eyes, the smile, the hair, the anything. But if you're meeting a girl for the first time, don't be specific. Be general. Like, say you're blind date, meeting her for the first time, and she walks up, and you are absolutely like, holy crap, she's stunning, or she's gorgeous, or she's beautiful, whatever you know, adjective you want to use. Say it. But when you say it, like, have it in your face, have it in your eyes. It's, it's, it's one thing to be like, you're gorgeous. You know what I mean? And then be like, wow, you look amazing. You see how different that can sound? Yeah. So tone, so when you, when you, and you bring up, you're bringing up a good point right now. So when you, when you're talking to somebody, the tone of your voice and your facial expressions and how you look when you're face to face with somebody, that's important too. Oh, it's huge because it's, it's, it's the inflection behind it. You know what I mean? Like actions speak louder than words. You can say the words, but it's the action behind it, behind your tone, behind your body language, behind your facial expression will say more than the actual words. Makes sense. So it makes, it makes a huge difference. And, and when you give a woman a genuine compliment, you will see her light up. You'll see her kind of, her head will go up a little bit more. Her shoulders will square back. Like, her, it's almost like her posture gets better because you've literally like inflated her. And I don't, that's, that's how I am. Okay. Now there's, there's another catch with that. Okay. If a girl is like 
obviously hot or pretty or whatever, she's going to hear it a lot. So you can say it for a first-time meeting, but after that, you have to go into more. You have to be like, you know, pick up something of her personality or one of her loves. Like, you know, make an interest. If you're going to give someone a compliment and you want to get to know them better and you're past that first meeting, you need to know their interests, and that's where it comes to paying attention. So if it's something you're genuinely interested in, bring up that conversation and watch how that person responds to it versus like, okay, a lot of girls, you can talk about sports with them, but they might know a couple of basics and then that's it. If you start getting into facts or, you know, excuse me, who's changing what team and stuff, I'm sorry, we're not going to know a lot of that. We're not, and you're going to lose us. So you want to start with common interests when you're meeting someone. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's hard because I haven't been in that, that position in a long time, <laughs> but I try and go back to how I felt. Right. Um, but it, it is, it's like if you, if, if it's a blind date or you met online and now you're meeting, you know, look, look like you're enjoying their company, look like you're enjoying meeting them and you can do a compliment that way. Um, but if a girl like, oh gosh, I'm sorry, this is like kind of a quick tangent, but if a girl looks good, like she looks I don't even know how to describe it, like fucking hot and she's single, something's wrong. Like either she's crazy, she dated a bunch of crazy people. <laughs> yeah, folks, or, I think we've had know, this conversation happy. several times on, yes. on, this, on the show. I know we've, we've brought it up in past episodes with uh, Adam's uh, choice of women or, or what <laughs> he attracts. <Yes. laughs> so, yeah, if they're crazy hot, don't overdue compliments because that means they've heard all the time. Keep it simple. Scale back a little. Like, oh, you look really nice tonight. Or, wow, that dress looks amazing on you. But don't don't gush. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I, I probably yeah. and this is great advice, folks. I hope you guys are taking notes because I, I know I am and, and I've <laughs> I've known Kara for years. Um, mm. and, and you'd think, yeah. I'd, and, and, and yet I'm still single. So, um, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I've seen who you've dated. Remember yeah, that. yeah, that's true. That's true too. Yeah. yeah, and and it's 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 messy. Um, We're working on it. Yeah. We, <laughs> someday. Hey, oh, here's someday. The thing, though, with compliments, don't lie, because if you end up with that person, they're gonna women especially will remember. What oh you said. yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, gotta be, be oh, oh, yeah, always, always be truth, truthful. And that's, that's, that, that's definitely a must. I want to, I know we're coming up on, on time here in a little bit. So I want to, uh, cause I know you got some, some stuff coming up here soon. Um, I, I kind of want to switch just, just a little bit, a little funny. Okay. okay. What, what are some good icebreakers? Like, okay. You go, guys going out. At a, I'm going to give you the scenario. Okay, I'm going to give you two different scenarios. <laughs> the first scenario, guy goes to a club, right? Mm, music's playing, guy's looking good. Because you got to look good when you're going out, right? And uh, sees a pretty gal across the room, wants to go up. What's an ice? What's a good icebreaker? Okay, so the caveat to that is if you see the pretty girl across the room and she's not smiling or laughing or looking like she's having a good time, avoid her. Don't even go near her. Really? Because if she, yeah, think okay. about it. If All she right. is out with a group of friends and she's got that look on her face like she is pissed off, 
and would love to be anywhere else but here or or just that mm, like that nose up in the air kind of look don't even bother waste your time and I, and I mean it, a waste of your time, not her time, yours, because you're not going to get what you want out of that. If, if she's willing to go out and have that kind of look on her face, don't even bother because she's drama, okay? Drama, just heads up. Um, but if you want to go out and you see someone across the room, you're looking good, she's looking good, and she's smiling and she looks like she's having a good time, you can approach. Don't use any cheesy pickup lines. We've heard them all. Like, literally, unless you have something that's brand new that hasn't been, you know, tossed well, all over the internet. No, hold on a second. Don't bother. Hold on, hold on. I think we should go over some of these cheesy, cheesy pickup lines. So, <laughs> so like, uh, you know, how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. Hi, how are you? That's that's probably not a good one, right? No, not, not so much. What it's, about, it's what, funny, what, but it'll either get you a laugh or a groan. Okay, or how about, does this smell like chloroform to you? No? That... That, oh my god that probably no, doesn't work no no no, no 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 nope hard pass oh man okay well that ex- <laughs> that explains the last time i went oh, Any, so, so anyway yeah. <laughs> anything that involves okay any pickup lines that involve a part of her body or drugging her <laughs> or that could <laughs> or that could result in either if you don't know you're going to get a guaranteed laugh it's either it could go laugh or groan avoid Okay. Like you can use them for a second date. You can be like, hey, you know, but even then avoid ones that talk about body parts because it's like, yeah, we, we get it. You, you like our ass. That's, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for pointing out something I already know. And when you hear it, all, like you do hear it a lot, it's like, Ugh. so avoid those. Okay. So do you, ha- do, do you have it? Yeah. Do you have any, any safe yeah. pickup lines? Let's, let's, let's have a few. I have no safe pickup lines because I've never had a good one. You've never had a good one? Not on a, not on a first impression, no. Really? Never on a first impression. Okay. I don't mind them once I've gotten to know someone or like I'm meeting them for a second time because then it's kind of funny and I know their personality and I know where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Some people have a dry sense of humor. Some people, you know, are more practical jokes. Some people like just funny, like all out funny. Some people like gross. So until you know that person's sense of humor... That's why I kind of say avoid the pickup lines because you could rub someone wrong right off the bat okay. immediately. So what's the best way then? What What's the best way to go up to somebody? Just say, hi, my name's A, can I buy you a drink? Out blah, blah, blah. And your name. Yeah. Like to me, that's what a man does. A man comes up and he says, hi, I'm I'm Adam. It's Nate. Like I would love to meet you and get to know you better. And they're, it'll, it'll honestly, and here's the thing too. I'm sorry. Most girls now are bitches anyway. They don't. They don't want a man. They want a little boy that they can string along, and that's a whole other show. But anyway, right? Um, it's oh, it takes the crap out of me. If I were in the dating scene now, and when I was in the dating scene, if a guy came up and said, "Hi, my name is so and so. Nice to meet you," and put his hand out, I would shake it, unless he was dirty, like unless he looked like really just disgustingly dirty, like he hadn't showered in a couple of days or something. I would always shake his hand and I would obviously look at it first to make sure there's nothing in it. But at the same time, like, I'm like, hi, I'm Kara. Nice to meet you. And then he'd be like, so what are you doing here tonight? Or, you know, you hanging out with your friends tonight? You're like, yeah, you know, it's a girl's night because it gets, it's a natural, another icebreaker. It gets the conversation going. And at that point, like they'll either keep talking. I've noticed the guy will keep talking or if they kind of trail off, you can tell like it was hard for them to approach. And so they're making an effort. But most girls don't read it like that. Most girls will sit there and read it like, oh, this guy's a loser. Oh, this guy's an idiot. And it annoys the crap out of me. But because you have to deal with that, that means the guy has to try harder. 
So, hi, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Put your hand out. If they, in, in his thing, pay attention to a handshake also. We talked about this earlier. Limp handshake, firm handshake, because it kind of lets you know how confident they are in themselves, too, if you get someone's handshake. Right. You can see where they're at. If they just put their hand out like they expect you to kiss their hand, just pass. Just just walk away. Just be like, all right, well, have a good night, and then walk away. But at the same time, if a girl, like, refuses to shake your hand and kind of looks you up and down and is like, mm-hmm, that's nice, again, walk away and be like, you know what? Have a nice night. <laughs> Don't ever be rude. Don't ever be a dick because you never know who's watching you. Oh, yeah. You never know what girl across the room is looking at you thinking, oh, that guy's really cute, but look, at he's approaching that girl. And maybe she thinks that girl's prettier than her. Because she's like, well, if he's approaching someone that's prettier than me, then maybe I can't go up to him. So if you walk away from that girl and say, all right, have a nice night, and you go back to your dude, that girl might come up later to you and talk to you. Or if she catches your eye later, if you go up and talk to her, she's going to see that you took that girl's rejection like a man and was like, all right, that's fine. And you didn't flip out about it. Right. It'll make you more attractive. So being like, all right, whatever, bitch. All right. <laughs> I love it. Because I've seen that. I've totally seen that. And I've seen girls, I mean, I've seen girls be shitty guys like that. But mm. at the same time, their response to it was like, all right, this guy's a, a dick anyway. Why? I'm glad I didn't talk to him. So let's, let's, we're talking, we've talked a lot about the guy. Let's flip the switch. Same, same scenario. Okay. At a bar, girl goes out. She's, she's, for some reason, she decided to go out by herself tonight. She's, she's not out with her <laughs> friends. So she, she goes out. Maybe she's she's in a new town, whatever. She's going to meet, and she sees a guy at the bar. How how do girls? I mean, is there a different approach that women take over men? Is, is it is it is it like a double standard? Do women have to do certain things other than? I mean, you've, we've we've explained what the guy should do. What about the woman? So this is a little harder for me because I think you know Tony tells me all the time, and I know we've had. I think you've even said this. I'm not like most girls. Because I don't, I don't like the drama. I don't like the games. I don't right. want to play. Right. Like I either want to know you or I don't. Right. But so for in general, some of my girlfriends that are single, when they're getting to know someone, or they go out by themselves, I think it's okay for a girl to approach a guy and be like, "Hey, how's it going tonight?" As long as you know, as long as she's not like just hunting for drinks. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't want the guy just to buy drinks all night, but she doesn't have to. And that's another thing. Guys, stop offering up free drinks. You're not getting nothing out of it. So stop paying for the girl's drinks. Unless you're taking her out on a date, that's when you should pay. Hey, Stop so offering up guys, a free round for her, all her and her girlfriends. All you guy listeners right now, you need to be writing that part down. This is the time where you can be cheap and it's okay. Seriously, I, don't, I think it's such... I've, I've had guys offer me drinks and because to me, like if you offer me a drink, like I feel like you want something out of it. And you're expecting something out of it. So I've I've been out with like friends. I've been out with my mom, like even dancing in Vegas. And there's this whole group of guys, and they were like, "Here, you can have some drinks. They have bottle service over." And I'm like, "No, it's okay, thank you. I can get my own." And they were like, "No, no, we don't mind." I'm like, "I know, I appreciate it, but I just I just want to dance and hang out. It's not that big of a deal." And um, I went and got my own drink. So like literally, my mom, myself, and uh, uh, another girl were all dancing together, having a good time, and they're dancing with us. They're keeping their hands to themselves. They're just, they're having fun. And so an hour goes by, they're like, no, really, if you want a drink, you can have some off of our bottle service, have the girl pay it. And I said, it's okay. It's your guys' night out. Like, that's, you got it for you guys. And they're like, I know, but we appreciate the fact that you're not, you're not like all over us for it. You know what I mean? Like, and you're not wanting to do that because something, you think something's expected. 
So at that point, then I was okay with getting one because I had already set the expectation that, look, you're not getting anything out of me. I'm not expecting anything from you. And then I was okay with them offering that because, you know, we've been talking. Like, I had already told them, you know, I have a husband, I have two kids. But they were just fun to dance with. It was hysterical. And my mom and I had so much fun. Just mutual respect. I mean, that was my mom. Right. Yeah, yeah, mutual respect. Yeah. So, guys, stop buying girls' drinks. Just don't, don't do it right after that. Like, oh, hey, let me get your drink to open up a conversation. Just open up the conversation in general. You don't need to do that. And girls, I think, need to stop expecting it. Because it's they don't owe you anything. They're not taking you out on a date. They don't even know you. They shouldn't be spending money on you when they don't know you. This is so great. Think, okay, I'm sorry. So back to the topic. Yeah. yeah so girl, girls. Girl approaching a guy. I think it's totally fine for a girl approach a guy. I've done it. I'd go up and be like, hey, how's it going tonight? You hanging out with your friends? And, and they would sit there and talk. And I would I would open it up like that. You know, I would have my drink. They would have theirs. And again, even when I approached a guy and they would offer me a drink, I'm like, no, I'm good right now. Thanks, though. I appreciate it. Because I just wanted to continue the conversation. Like, I love getting to know people, and I love getting people to open up and making them, like, honest about it gives me joy to make people feel comfortable. Nice. So I think it's fine for a girl to approach and talk to a guy. I don't think she should ask him out. I'm very old school on that. I do not like, I, I just don't think girls should ask guys out. Guys are supposed to chase. And not chase drama, not, you know, <laughs> timelines on text or any of that crap. It's like, I just think guys are supposed to initiate, like, ask the girl out, you know, pick her up for a date. Or if you're kind of wary of her or anything, then meet somewhere. But if you want to continue after the first date, then you need to be picking her up. Fair enough. You know, I just, I think it it goes back to me, it goes to old school chivalry. A guy needs to be a guy. A girl needs to be a girl. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, last question for you. And you've kind of right. you've kind of touched it uh, on it just a little bit, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure our listeners are, are definitely getting this, but, Kara, why is it so easy for you to work a room the way that you do? Um, hmm. let, me, let me rephrase that. Let me, let, me, let me flip that just a little bit. With, with that, if you had, you know, before, before we let you go, if you had one, uh, some advice for, for people out there that, that are listening uh, that want to make that decision to either get back into dating or they want to make that decision to, um, you know, kind of take down their walls a little bit and, 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 and be more open to meeting new people. What's one thing that you, you would tell them to do? Um, okay. So I would say the biggest thing, like if you like working in a room, you walk in, you be observant. You like, I got to explain it how I look. Like I walk in, I do a mental count. I do a mental count of like women, men, and couples. Like a lot of times when we go out now, it's usually couples. But if we go out into a public setting, there's women and men. And like if it's Tony's work setting or something, and I don't know people. Um, but I usually do a mental count of who's there, how many people are there. And I look at their facial expressions. That's the biggest thing. If they're in a conversation with someone and they're laughing and they're talking, they're smiling. I want to approach those people first and I want to get in on that conversation. If I look at people and they're kind of like looking at their watch and rolling their eyes, the person is talking to them. I don't want to approach them. I might go up and like introduce myself eventually, but I don't want to get to know them further than that because if they're doing that to someone right there, are they going to do it to me? So it's, it's, it's the biggest part is just be observant, be aware of your surroundings and, and 
trust your intuition. Like, look at the people, look at how they're responding to other people when you first walk in, and then you can kind of go from there. Like, it makes it easier to work a room when you look at what at what the people look like in the room. Instead, of, if you walk in with your head down, you're not going to see anything. You're going to be closed off. You know what I mean? Confidence. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's it's really it's that's the biggest thing is just pay attention to the people around you. So you can figure out who you want to get to know first. You can meet everybody. And I go through and I do. I go through when we come in, we meet everybody, we shake hands, we say hello. And then I kind of stand back for a second, like I might grab a little bit of food or I might pour myself a drink. And as I'm doing that, I'm being observant. I'm looking at the people around the room and seeing what's going on and seeing who's kind of meshing. And you get vibes from people. Everyone gets vibes from people and they just need to learn to trust their intuition. Like, hey, this person seems really cool. Or you know what? That person kind of seems like a dick. I don't think I really want to get to know them. I love it. You never know. I love it. Folks, you're listening to the to the decision hour and I can't talk right now. Uh, you've been listening to the decision hour. We got a very special guest, our social butterfly expert, Kara Abascano. Kara, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, uh, to, uh, come on and talk with us today. No, anytime. This is awesome. Cause we love like, we love talking to people and sharing with them things that'll make your life easier. Like it really is. If you make the decision to go in and be confident and be observant, and say, so, you know what? The worst that can come of this is I don't make any friends. That's what you have to remind yourself. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so if you can sharing that with people and that making, helping them, like I love it. It's so much fun for me. And, and as long as I've known you, I, I, I definitely concur with that. So with, with that being said, <laughs> uh, we know we got to get going. So Kara, I'm going to let you run again. Thank you so much for joining us here on the decision hour today. Um, and, I got a feeling that this won't be the last that we hear from you. Uh, I got a feeling that you'll be uh, coming on uh, much more here in the near future. So thank you again. Anytime. You know we love to help out. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Kara Abascado, very good friend of mine, uh, her and her husband, Tony. Love those guys to death. Uh, be on the lookout. They'll be uh, back on the show here talking communications and relationships uh, here later uh, in the year. That's all the time I got for you guys today. Uh, you've been listening to a, another special interview from the decision hour. Uh, until next time, folks, take care and, uh, we'll see you next time. Try